Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Fantasy Football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by my co-host who hates these Saints almost as much as I do, Mozzie. <laughs> I just, I wanted to start off by just throwing a little shade because, you know, we've, I think we can agree there's been some, uh, there's been some bad teams this year. There's been some teams we thought would be better that have been mediocre. There have been teams that are supposed to be good and don't look right. And then there are some teams that are just bad. <laughs> But there is no team that is more boring than the fucking Saints. They are so goddamn boring, man. I I hate watching them. They <laughs> Dennis Allen is so boring, he actually uses Taysom Hill as a tight end. They <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing exciting about watching this team. It's like watching a team from 2004. What the fuck is this? What is their identity? So they they say teams take on the personality of their head coach and their quarterback. So I think that's kind of fitting for the Dennis Allen, Derek Carr Saints. And the th- I, like, I don't even hate. I don't like. This isn't shade against their roster. I think they have a pretty solid roster. I think their defense yeah. is solid. They have good playmakers. They're just boring. I mean, they, yeah, the problem. They they, Dennis Allen's a problem. Yeah, they don't look good. <laughs> ever i don't I yeah don't they're know. all their games have been gross and i know we were going back and forth on this like do we think it's their defense do we think it's their schedule is it both probably some of both because they played like the teams they played it's been the opposite of a gauntlet whatever yeah. that is it's been <laughs> like a, a boot i don't know what like what the opposite of a gauntlet is um because i'm thinking like gauntlet on your hands not like the gauntlet you run through it's like a oh, slide. I was thinking of the gauntlet you, yeah, yeah. yeah it's supposed slide. to be the gauntlet you run through, but my brain takes things like a step the wrong way sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's, a it's a slip and slide. It's a, it's a yeah, water it's a slide, slip you know. Slide. Um, Wee, it's a lazy river ride. Yeah, and so the Baker Mayfield Bucks did well against them. That's divisional, so it is kind of a little weird. But I mean, Baker I mean, and Stroud are arguably the two best quarterbacks they've played. Yeah, Actually, not so, arguably they are. Yeah, <laughs> and like because they got they got Bryce Young week two, he's been playing a little better now. But he hit, I mean, yeah, yeah they they've not really faced a gauntlet. So like Trevor will be like by a large margin the best quarterback they faced. Mm-hmm. However, he's coming in with his knee a little banged up, so yeah. he's questionable. I think he goes, but he may not be like hundo percent fully mobile. And then they're also going to be missing Walker Little on their line, and they'll be missing Zay Jones in the receiving core who, honestly, missing him has kind of been a big bummer. They've kind of missed him. And then uh, Tyson Campbell, one of their corners, is going to be out. He got hurt during the game last week. Um, and Scherf is questionable, but, you know, <laughs> usually you see Lyman. The Lyman are going to play. Yeah. I think he'll go. Um, they kind of need him. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're going to have a – they're already going to have a hard time running the ball. 
Um, but without Sheriff, that's going to be really, really tough. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really huge on ETN here. I didn't put him as a match because he'll catch passes, but right. I don't think this is a ceiling game. Probably not for anyone. Um, nope. The only guy I'm going to maybe say is Olave here. Um, Car Car got banged up, and he somehow didn't miss a game. That was the weirdest shit when he like had that sprain, and we all thought he was going to be out with a couple weeks, and then he just plays. He just played. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think he's been a little iffy, but he's gotten in full practices all week, so he might be starting to kind of like get back into rhythm a bit, get a little healthier. That or like he's just burrow. his body's compensated enough that yeah, like the bur- <laughs> probably like the burrow thing where it just took a little bit. Like as long as he's not getting demolished, he'll be okay enough. Um, I like the matchup here. So with no Campbell, um, the, their secondary is pretty weak. Um, yeah, I think they're. I think it's what Trey kinda... Herndon. Yeah, so their be... secondary yeah. is Darius Williams. Uh, their Trey Trey's been their slot, and then um, Monteric Brown's been is going to be their other outside corner. Oh, yeah, it's 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 pretty weak. Um, <laughs> yeah. and then so I I busted out I busted out some of the charts from last year. We're, we're enough into the season that it felt like it was time. Um, <laughs> as far as overdue for touchdowns, um, there's actually two Saints players near the top. Um, Olave and Michael Thomas are both pretty overdue for touchdowns Uh oh so well i do agree that this olave definitely but yeah because so michael thomas has no touchdowns he's got 329 yards 509 air yards and then olave has his one um he's got 414 yards but so this is the wild part he has 762 air yards um i saw something about the saints are passing downfield like the most or second most on the Dolphins, something like that. But they're they're barely connecting. They're connecting like not bottom of the league, but I think it was like bottom five. Um, and so that's just kind of been car there. Um, <laughs> and I, th- I think the the injury and comeback from that might explain it because he's usually solid deep. Um, like when he has the time, that's kind of been yeah. one of his things. Um, so I'm expecting that to kind of bounce back for him and some of those yards to get realized a bit. Um, and on the other side of this game. We have another player who his air yards aren't there, but his actual yards are because he's been yakking a lot. Um, we've got Evan Ingram as our uh, <laughs> overdue here, so he has 301 yards with no touchdowns. So I actually like that for Ingram this week because uh, Cam Robinson and Anton Harrison. Harrison uh, has impressed me as a rookie. He's done really well. Yeah. So I actually think they'll get the outside contain pretty nice for Lawrence. That actually opens things up a little bit for Engram that they he, Yeah. Not that he blocks either, but Yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll give more time cuz with him like you kind of want him to get the ball a little deep and house it from there. The uh the matchups here I was looking at. I like I think this suits Ingram and Kirk a little better than Ridley, which is kind of funny because last week we thought it was Ridley, and now this week we think it's the other two and watch it just switch on us and be the opposite of what we think right. it should be every time. But I, I think the inside's a little easier to attack against the Saints. Um, I, th- I mean, they've got Lattimore outside. Um, Alante Taylor is in the slot. And then Paulson Adebo has been solid on the outside as well. Him and Isaac Yadam have made like a really good duo rotating that other spot opposite Lattimore. So, yeah. their slot of Alante Taylor is a little easier spot. And then, you know, Tyron Matthews is good, but Marcus May is their free safety. So, right. And then I don't want a linebacker in coverage on Evan Ingram. So, I, I think <laughs> it, he'll probably manage to get open at some point. I mean, they do have Demario Davis, but I mean, 
Evan Ingram is is a big mismatch, and if he had hands reliably, he'd be so so good. He had that catch last week where he like looked at his hands after one hand a catch, and in my head, I'm like, he's probably like, why have you never done this before? <laughs> right? <laughs> Are these mine? <laughs> my hands? Who gave me these hands? Yeah, but. On, on the New Orleans side, um, Andrew Wise, they'll be missing James Hurst and Ryan Ramchek. Um, that's that's a big, big bummer. Yeah, and then Jawan Johnson's still out as well. And then it looks like they'll have Jamal Williams back. I'm not sure how much he'll play. He's still questionable, so there's a chance he doesn't, but it looks like I, he'll go. He's been getting limiteds in, and knowing him, I think he'll... Uh, he'll he'll want to go. Yeah. I do still like Kamara regardless. They've been passing to him so fucking much, dude. Yeah, they, they he's got. He's been getting a billion targets. A <laughs> yeah, so he's been, just, he's been he's been getting a billion targets. Um, they've just not been run blocking a lot. I don't think with their linemen out, that'll get that much better because they're also missing the backup behind Ryan Ramchek at left tackle or sorry, right tackle. My bad. And Landon Young, so they'll be moving someone. They might move Pete over to tackle, or that's my only guess. They'll like put Trevor Penning at right tackle and Pete at left. They're, one of those guys is gonna have to play tackle. Yeah, Trevor so. Penning's gonna probably be left tackle, um, and that's that's fine. He's serviceable. I think he's like good, but gets a lot of penalties and is kind of a meathead. Uh, yeah. Ramcheck. I'm not sure if they'll bring in Pete and then kick uh, either Pete or Ruiz outright. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're gonna do it exactly, but they're down. They're down some linemen, yeah. and they're gonna have to ship and do some shifts. So it could be a thing where it starts a little rough for them, and then they kind of figure it out. Um, because like with the Giants last week, it was kind of hilarious that their one guy, uh, Pew, ended up like <laughs> playing better than most of their actual linemen. <laughs> Straight off the couch. Yeah, that game was that was funny. That was a annoying game. Um, yeah, that was awful. The re- okay, the real quick, the refs last week, in like, across all the games, I think that might be the worst week of refing I've seen since the replacement refs. Like I just assumed they were back. It was so fucking garbage. Monday was was horrible. I like Monday was infuriating to watch. Yeah. Did you see even Tom Brady came out and said something like, "I understand why fans get so frustrated watching from home. Like this, the penalties are unwatchable." <laughs> yeah, that and like the lack of penalties they call at sometimes, and then when like when it's super obvious, and then they call like a bunch of bullshit. Like yeah, inconsistent. This week, this week was so bad. Yeah, it was, it was exactly. Really bad. I just want. Yeah, Monday was horrendous. There was a flag on every fucking play. I'm like, I don't care if he's holding on every play. There is always holding on every play. <laughs> Use some discretion, you. Ugh. Yeah the <laughs> the the one of the ones that bothers me the most is the like the sliding stuff because like the the, the one oh, on Herbert yeah, like where he slid like I'm like that's not the defender's fault like Herbert that that's Herbert's fault. Yeah, there. he slid like half a second before he got hit. Yeah, the guy was like already on the way in, and hurt, and he like sort of like drops down, and like it's one of those things where I'm like, he did he get hit in the head? Yes, because because <laughs> he dropped himself down at the very end. I'm like, there's nothing you can do there. Like, okay, so Herbert is what six six? Yeah, for a defender to hit him in the head <laughs> when they are already crouched down. He has to drop a good two feet to be at the same level as them. Yeah, like you've gotta you've gotta slide sooner. And I don't think they'll make it a penalty, but like they they might just have to stop flagging it if you don't slide in time. I don't know. Like <laughs> it's you're it's dumb. You're 
and you're basically doing the James Harden, and then you're hurting yourself. Like, it's right. stupid. So, anyway, yeah. Shady week of refing. Just absolute garbage. Like, it was already fuckery week, and that just contributed more. Right. So, <sighs> anyway, yeah. So, this game, um, I really like Olave. Um, we talked about the middle of the field against the Saints. Um, who, who else are you feeling in this game? Any, like, streamers, or what about the running backs at all? I... I think this game is going to be awful. <laughs> so I, agree. I, I'm if I do a lineup, I'm going to do like one or two. They're probably going to feature the defenses. Like the over under is forty now. I actually am probably taking the under. Um, and part of that is because the Saints have a good passing matchup, but they're missing both of their tackles, mm-hmm. and the Jags actually get really good outside pressure with you know Josh Allen and them. And then on the flip side, you have the Jags. I think they're going to have a really hard time running the ball, so they're going to have to pass. And Trevor Lawrence isn't totally mobile. Um, and I think the Saints secondary is plays pretty tight. I'm not going to say they're mm-hmm. like amazing, but I think they play really tight coverage. So you have to be on point. So yeah, I just, I, I just kind of think this game is going to be really low scoring with ineffectual running and just not a lot of action <laughs> yeah i i do think that like the ceiling scenario for jags and ridley is from that like tight coverage where it like if ridley gets a a, a clean win and lawrence gets him like he's got like he'll win that like Rid- ridley is pretty good against man his thing is like getting separation so i yeah i agree with that but it's i just gonna yeah I don't know if Lattimore is going to shadow him, but they'll want Lattimore on him as much as possible. Yeah, I don't know if he will. Uh, he was pretty I mean, okay. much on Nico Collins last week, and Nico Collins moved around a decent amount. Yeah. Does Nico ever go in the slot, though? I, I think he did, wanna, actually. Maybe. There was one That'd be hilarious, last honestly. week where I, I'm, I'm like 90% He, get, he sure gets a me. little bit in the slot. He, he gets like eight snaps a week in the slot yeah so a little bit but mostly outside and yeah i mean stroud threw a pass to him that was perfect if it wasn't perfect then it wasn't going to be complete yeah i like the connection those two have because nico fits the type of guy that stroud mesh well with in college is guys who like were great at the tight window catches <laughs> right so that's kind of that was that kind of seemed like his thing last year um so, anyway, with that, yeah, it's so I like I, Olave is kind of the only guy I feel super confident in here. Um, and then next would be the Kirk and Ingram, but the hard part is to knowing which of them is going to be. I wrote Kamara in here and, and for PPR. Um, Jamal Williams being back is a little annoying just because he has a chance to vulture a touchdown, but I don't think he'll get involved much. I just like Kamara a good amount. Um, yeah, I, I like him Kamara, of the but... running backs. That whole running back room makes it really tough for just choosing which one you're going to use. Because Williams can vulture. Miller might get the inside handoffs, just like, you know, Mm -hmm. your standard run play up the middle. And Kamara gets all the passing down work. I'd assume Kamara and Jamal Williams probably have the most fantasy upside, assuming Jamal Williams plays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... I guess that's going to be site dependent a bit. Like, okay. 
and kind of to break it down because a lot of people like obviously in your league you're playing Kamara, you're probably not playing jamal williams yet this is right. kind of dfs breakdown so on the tough part is on DraftKings. Kamara is like the most expensive player yeah of course so as much as i do like him the game's kind of gross i'm like you know he might get seven catches but he might not get like if he doesn't get enough yards or touchdowns you're kind of fucked there and then jamal williams is super cheap but like if he doesn't convert a goal line carry you might be screwed there um going over to FanDuel, um so this one's worth kind of like so camara's 15k they're pretty expensive jamal williams is only 7.5 that's probably my favorite implementation just because of the half ppr and he's pretty dang cheap yeah he's half is wow that's bargain yeah like at least with at least with their scale because it only goes down to what 5k there right so right yeah and the 5k's are never viable like you might you might get a viable 6k ever but like even 700 is usually pretty rough so getting someone at 75 who's actually like fairly viable is pretty interesting the, pr- the pricing on Fandle is really weird for this one because i'm like alave is only 12k ridley was 11.5 i'm like hmm interesting yeah but this game yeah this game's kind of gross um kickers are you in any kickers here because i know you're talking about like Chances for ball movement, but chances for, like, you know, the lines giving in pretty easily. Didn't that lead to, like, drives that are killed by sacks and you just, they just kick? I would say both kickers are in play. Um, I think more so if you have Lawrence. If he's not in, then I probably wouldn't. The only problem with the Saints kicker is I think he had a really bad week. Groupie. Oh, groupie? Yeah. It's a funny name. <laughs> so so may, maybe Jacksonville kicker then. Yeah. They've got is Dave McManus. Who do they have? Yep, McManus. Yep. Oh, my McManus. My McManus is bleeding. He's been getting hella points too. So. Yeah, I don't know why Denver let him go. Maybe he wanted to go. You know, I don't blame anyone I for not wanting to be a Bronco. Didn't <laughs> I, I say that last week about <laughs> Jerry Judy? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't blame him. Like, if he wanted to go, but if they just didn't retain him, they're really stupid. So they could get Will Lutz because. Sean Payton knows him from 10 years ago. Dude, all of, like, the retreads there, it pisses me. Like, I, I hate retreads. Like, coaching retreads, I don't I don't like when those coaches bring in their players who, like, were just, like, role guys and aren't actually that good, and they just like them. Like, Troutman, who's fine, but, you know. <laughs> Surprised they didn't sign Jimmy Graham. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Graham going to the Saints was a really funny development. That was really funny. <laughs> Him also scoring a touchdown. <laughs> Dude. Jimmy Graham is... Because there was like some really weird news about him. And then like a two days later, he signed. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? What year is it? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're like really flashing back 10 years ago. But um, like kind of like this... <laughs> no. so kind of like this game will be dude it'll right. be flashing back 10 honestly 2013 was too pass heavy this is 20 years ago yeah this game's gonna Ugh. um i did want to say this was just something that i found out today is there's gonna be like 15 mile an hour winds hmm. on sunday for some of the east coast teams and the reason i bring it up is because i think that if you have access to the sports books, you should put money on Lamar's rushing props now before they. Yeah, that's gonna be. They're right now. They're predicting sustained winds of fifteen to twenty with some gusts up to thirty. This past week was pretty windy too, and I think that could, like, between the fuckery and then teams acclimating <laughs> to the colder and windiness and all that, there was just a lot going on last week. 
Yeah, the Lions have not been great at stopping rushing quarterbacks. They've been allowing it, and I'm just like, oh no. If Lamar, if it's like 20 mile an hour wins, and Lamar just is like, I can't throw in this shit. <laughs> yeah. There was there was one team I remember pointing out after a couple of weeks that they might be QB rushing susceptible. I gotta find who that is. Well, I was mentioning the Jags as that, I think. And then the next week, uh, Jalen scored a touchdown on him. Unfortunately, yeah. Derek Carr is about as mobile as me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Arizona was, was who I had mentioned Ooh. for that, which I don't – I can track that. I mean, Stafford doesn't really count. Right. But, I mean, like Burrow – hey, Bur- yeah, I mean, Burrow got going on the ground a little bit. Yeah, and he's got like oh, – he, Sorry, he moved around count. a bit. He, yeah, he's not going to really rushing much. Um Honestly, maybe the Chargers after last week. Pretty much teams that play a lot of man, which the Cardinals really, I don't think, do. So that might have just been kind of random after the first two weeks. Um, that's something we'll get into more in our next episode, though, <laughs> on who we like. Um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up now because I have a feeling that rushing prop for Lamar is going to go up. I'll, I'll take a gander at what it's at now. Actually, they may not have it available. Like mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't, they don't always have all the games available Wednesdays. Wednesday night, Thursday, when stuff kind of comes in. I, I like to get the props as early as I can. Just because, you know, then they haven't moved yet, and you got to get them. You, you can hit them raw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, what? What? Um, yeah, Fandle doesn't have it yet. I'll take Bet365. But anyway, um, anything else on this game before we wrap it up? Speaking of hitting it raw. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the most excited I got talking about this game was talking about Lamar on Sunday. God. <laughs> <laughs> that and ranting about how much how terrible Dennis Allen is. God, he's so you know, boring. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I watched him out the Raiders. It was not good. There's yeah. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. Um, you can find us online at mozzieandthemuscle.com. You can find us on Twitter at mozzieandmuscle. And uh, you know, tell a friend about the podcast. We got we got you know we got we have some good information on this show. There's someone in um, so I, I was I've been sharing my betting picks in one of the groups, and there was someone who uh, um, ended up following the pod and he's like he's like um oh, you know be leaving the group i'll still follow the pod i like you guys' takes i'm like all right thanks man i appreciate that so oh yeah yeah so share, share this with people you know like this is we're, we're sharing different type of stuff and i'm not saying it's better or everyone's wrong but like we're taking usually different angles from stuff um we're digging it a lot on our own we each have kind of own individual approaches and we combine them and so when we intersect those are usually the good spots so and we definitely anyway. we, we definitely watch all the games and base our stuff off of what we watch, which I can't say for a lot of the very popularized media, you know, spokespeople. Yeah, they, I don't. I don't think. At least I, I. I rely on you to fill in my gaps. Like I'm not able to watch every single game every week, and so I, I assume we kind of fill in each other's gaps on on that regard. For sure. Yeah. So. Like, for, for the most part, we will have eyes on most of what happens each week. So that, that also helps. Keeping up with injuries is a big thing. So, yeah, we, we like to keep it keep it fresh over here. Yeah. Uh, maybe Febreze can sponsor us. I don't know. But <laughs> in the meantime, uh, thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back soon with the full Week 7 preview.